Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to step back into the DeLorean and crank that puppy up to 88 miles per hour and the flux capacitor can do its work? We can go back in time to early February to pick up where we left off on my own solo cleaning business, Carfagno Cleaning. In my last update, I showed you why you'd never want to lose thousands to save hundreds. And that was in relation to a brand new customer, Kim. So if you remember, at the end of that podcast episode, I shared that Kim was very happy with my first cleaning, and I had gathered some intel about why she chose to go with me over her prior cleaner, and it came down to I was insured and confident, and the other cleaner was not insured and had created a damage scenario, and so she lost trust and confidence. So that's why she chose me, and it's been going really well so far, and at the end of That visit, not only was she happy about the cleaning, but she mentioned that she's part of a WhatsApp group in her neighborhood. It's a brand new development with houses still under construction. And she told me that she was going to promote me. I just thanked her and told her about my referral program. And she was pretty excited about that to get $50 credited towards future cleanings for everyone that hires me from her neighborhood as a result of her referral or recommendation. So I brought this idea back to my mastermind group just a few days later and here's what the guys said Ken you need to jump on this you have a neighborhood of a hundred houses there are many families that need cleaners the cleaner that Kim used to have is still cleaning homes in that neighborhood and the builders model home is still set up and open with a sales office get in there and farm that neighborhood dude I said, I'm not a farmer, but what does that mean? I didn't really say that, but I'm asking the question on behalf of you, my podcast listeners. What he meant is this. I have an in on a neighborhood with a demographic of people that I would love to be able to serve. There is a network of neighbors linked together that already have heard good things about me. There's a sales office that has access to all of the homeowners and new incoming homeowners at the front of the neighborhood. It is five minutes from my house. Every house is perfect for the type of house I would like to clean and the demographic of the families are exactly who I would like to serve. It is a home run for me with my goal being to essentially add 15 houses and five offices. What if I could get all 15 houses in one neighborhood? That would be nice for what I call clustering of your homes and offices. You don't have to travel all over God's creation. You can do your work in the same zip code, which is great, or better yet, the same neighborhood. I just jumped back into the DeLorean. I'm going to zip back to May of 2020, three months later. I had a great plan to start this farming process, connect with that builder, and then COVID-19 hit, and I've had to put all that on hold. Even Kim has placed me on hold for cleaning for two visits 
and just came back last week. So this is, again, mid-May, and it was three months of time that was lost due to COVID-19. But I'm sure you'll be hearing in updates as I get back to May on this podcast how I am back into the farming business. Okay, let's jump back in the DeLorean. Zoop! Here we are back in February of 2020. So I'm not saying that I'm going to use all of these ideas, but here's an example of why masterminds are such a great investment. The one I belong to is the Total Life Freedom Mastermind run by my good friend Vincent Puglisi. I've been a member in there for three years. It's been very helpful for me to strategize and to bounce ideas off of other entrepreneurs, not in the cleaning arena at all. And here's some of the ideas they mentioned about farming the neighborhood. Find out if there's a closed group on Facebook for this neighborhood. See if I can get on that group and do a Facebook Live answering cleaning questions. That would be a great idea. Go and pass out brochures or door hangers to 10 houses right around Kim's. I already mentioned getting Kim to be a promoter and paying her a $50 referral fee. We know that works because it's how I got Kim as a client. They also had this idea to make a PDF on my business so that Kim can forward it with her promotion. And this idea was probably my favorite, was for me to write some articles on how to break up with your house cleaner and how to choose your next house cleaner. This is a great idea that I could package to give to the sales office of the builder and they can distribute them to new incoming homeowners. Remember, going back to don't lose thousands to save hundreds, that cleaner is still cleaning other homes in this development. So I'll have an example about insurance and how important that is and give some tips on how you can gracefully break up with your cleaner. So that's something that people don't like to do. They don't like to cause friction. They don't want to rock the boat. They have someone, they're happy, but they're just kind of, I'm not really totally sure. There's not total trust there. I would like to have someone that's insured, someone that is also highly and recommended in my neighborhood. And an article like that, along with some other content that I put out and door hangers and a combination of one, two, or three of these things will get the interest and generate the phone call or the Facebook message to inquire about a cleaning estimate. And the last idea was to go directly to the builder and talk to the gentleman in the sales office and offer him a deal. That model home needs to look awesome, what I call presentation cleaned. I can offer a free presentation cleaning of that model home at the front of the development in exchange for allowing me to promote my business to all incoming homeowners and even to put out messages possibly through the Homeowners Association or the HOA. Heck, one guy in my mastermind even said, you could go into the neighborhood with your family and just go pick up trash and just be in the neighborhood and let people see you. Go for walks in there, get my buddies, the landscapers to come in there Make the place look nice like I live there. And people will ask questions. Do you live here? Where are you, where are you at? No, I don't live here. I live in a different neighborhood. Well, what are you doing? Well, I clean for one of the homeowners in this neighborhood. And I'm also working with your builder to help him sell houses. So I offered just to come and pick up some trash. You, you just never know. It might sound silly, but you just want to become a person of trust and be visible. 
to become top of mind. When people see you often or see your content often, you become top of mind. And that brings me into the main point of this podcast. Tell me if you can relate to this. I just purchased a Honda Pilot for my business. I love this SUV with four-wheel drive, a tow package, lots of space. See, I used to own a CRV. That SUV was awesome in the New York winters with the four-wheel drive, and it was great having the ability to put my ladders in there when I needed them, but it was a tinier SUV. This Pilot is way bigger, and it also holds eight people if I need to carry my family. So if you've listened to this podcast for very long, you probably know that I have five kids and a wife. That's seven people. And so the goal of buying our second car was that it would work for business and work for our family of seven. So this Pilot is perfect. Now the Pilot was one of the cars I was looking at along with some other SUVs and possibly a pickup truck. Once I settled in on the SUV as my choice, I started noticing something. When I was driving around, pilots were everywhere. I mean, come on, what are the chances? There's a pilot, oh, there's another pilot, oh, I like that color. Oh, look at that one, that's a newer one, that's an older one. Pilots galore, they're everywhere. You go to the grocery store, And there's like 25 pilots in the parking lot. Now, is a Honda Pilot a popular vehicle? Yes, it is. Absolutely. But why am I seeing this Pilot all the time? And the answer is simple. Because the Pilot is top of mind. It's the car that I want. And so because of that, my mind is more focused on noticing them more. And this works or applies for so many things. You could actually read about this in Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Whatever we fix our mind to, that becomes a dominant thought. And you will tend to notice things more because your mind is super focused. This is why creating content and developing a mailing list for your clients and prospects is so important. You make great content and you send it out on a regular basis. And every single week or every single month, your prospects get a message from, let's say for me, Carfagno Cleaning, tips on disinfecting, mistake number one, three days later, mistake number two, a week later, mistake number three, so on and so forth. Whatever you're sending out, they're seeing your name and they're associating your name with helpful information. That's a good thing. You are remaining top of mind to that person like the Honda Pilot was to me. That's why it's so vital to do a content strategy. Now, this came out this week when I was talking to my friend Lauren Allegretza. She's a member of my BIB, and I shared some advice from her on the last episode, tips for my BIB group. And I was meeting with Lauren for coffee one morning, And this is what she does. She helps companies develop content strategies through email, blogs, website, and social media. She's really good at it, and it's very effective. That's why she runs this as part of her business. And many entrepreneurs don't have the time to do this. They don't see the value. But if you understand the Honda Pilot, you'll see that it does have value. I can promise you that there have been many, many occasions where I have sent out emails on a regular basis, never hearing back from people. 
And then all of a sudden, a prospect, six months, 12 months later, suddenly calls me for a cleaning estimate. If I had not sent those emails, maybe they would have remembered me from a year ago when I came to their house, or they found me on Facebook. Maybe they would have. But it's likely that the reason they thought of me is because my name and company was top of mind to them every single month, and each email that helped them somehow in their life built trust and built up my expertise. And so when they were ready for cleaning, they already knew it was going to be the guy that sends me the emails. So that's a huge tip for you out there marketing your solo cleaning business. You need to have a content management strategy. Very important. And you can hire someone like Lauren Allegretta to do that for you or do it yourself. And I'll link Lauren's business information in the show notes. The reason this whole thing even came up when I was talking to Lauren is that she asked me a very common question. But because I was speaking with a marketing mind who understands top of mind, she was able to draw the answer out of me differently. In my introduction podcast, I talk about my path from engineer to cleaner. And I've shared that I lost my passion, my heart. I saw things I didn't like. Well, Lauren helped me dig deeper into that. I didn't really understand this, but now I do. Just like that Honda Pilot, I was working at GE for a year and a half, all in, 100 hours a week, and loved the job. I didn't see anything wrong with the company. All I saw was how amazing it was and the potential. I wanted to be in my boss's shoes, but I was also looking towards getting married at some point. As that drew nearer and nearer to my mind... And I started thinking about the ring and the wedding and how would I ask Teresa. Those thoughts started to dominate my mind. And just like that Honda Pilot, I was now thinking about weddings and rings and marriages. So when I was at work 100 hours a week, I have a lot of time there, I started noticing Honda Pilots. I mean other marriages. I started seeing a lot of divorce, saw middle-aged men in their 40s with no wedding rings, or I saw things that are kind of a little suspicious around the office with gal and guy that are not married to each other. I heard men talking about their wives in an unfavorable manner, and even likewise, women talking about their husbands. I kept seeing that Honda Pilot, except When I was buying my car, I wanted the Honda even more. But when I was seeing these marriages over and over again in an unfavorable light, I didn't want marriage less. I actually wanted marriage just the same, but I wanted the job less. I wanted that environment I was in less because the people I was with were not happily ever after. And then the dagger, the clinchers when I was in that lunch and learn that I shared on that introductory podcast. And when that hero of mine, VP of engineering said, well, hey, if you want to have my life, my job, you're going to have to sacrifice your personal life. I live here in Greenville, South Carolina. My wife lives in Atlanta. Two and a half hours apart. That was all I needed to hear. That was the last Honda Pilot that I was looking at, essentially. I knew once I heard that, that the last... Several months of me seeing marriages more and more around the office. I knew this was not going to be the environment that I could 
plant myself in and grow and have a sustained and happy marriage long term. I just knew it. Now, is that a stereotype? Can you work any job and have a happy marriage? Of course you can. Where I was, I didn't see it. And I lost my heart about where I was. And that's why. And so Lauren helped me uncover some of that a little bit more. So thank you, Lauren. I've never been able to explain it that way before. It really is remarkable. What we dominate our thoughts on is what we notice. And so in this case, wanting to get married was the trigger for me noticing that I should not be in the environment that I had just spent five years in college to get and a very difficult interviewing season to get into that job at GE. I just made a life change. I made a decision that I wanted to move on. This story was meant to illustrate how important it is to keep your name and your business top of mind. So don't just assume that someone's going to buy from you after they see one email or you show up at their house one time for an estimate. I've seen sales studies where it takes upwards of 12 times someone seeing or hearing your name and having a positive interaction with your name or business before they decide to buy. So imagine if it does take 12 and you do 12 emails once a month. In theory, you're going to have a new client in one year. And what if you build momentum on that and you get a lot of potential prospects in your pipeline now and you nurture those prospects for 12 months? What could your business look like next year? And speaking of nurturing relationships, I have proposals out to Sammy's Bullfrog Cafe and Asher's Chocolates. So I did a couple points of contact to keep my name top of mind. I connected with each of them. And in the case of Sammy, I told him that I was promoting his business on my podcast. He thanked me. And I did the same for Asher's. And you've heard me promote both of those companies on my podcast. So this podcast is not only an instruction tool for you as solo cleaners, it has served very well as a marketing tool for me as I grow my own solo cleaning business. So there's something to chew on as a potential future marketing idea for you as well. Podcasts are a great opportunity for you to grow your business and to get the word out. And the last update I have for this week, I mentioned in the past update that I had connected with former clients to ask for Google reviews. Well, four reviews came in this week. Yay! And I have to admit, a couple of the ones that I was reading were tearjerkers. I mean, I knew that I love these clients in New York and they love me. We are family. But to see what they wrote was amazing. And if you'd like to read those, feel free. Just Google Carfagno Cleaning and you'll see my reviews on there. Well, that puts a wrap on this particular week's update, let's jump back in that DeLorean, fire it up for May of 2020 and 88 miles per hour, and zoom, flux capacitor kicks in, and we are back to the present day. All right, I know that's a little bit fun. I really hope that you get the point here. Top of mind, find ways to keep your business and your name top of mind to your potential clients. You just never know what a year of doing this can do for your future. All right, try it out, test me and see what happens. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.